0: For all 140 plus episodes of the Game Central podcast, including bonus episodes, visit gamebanter.co.uk for a complete archive of every single podcast we've ever done. That's gamebanter.co.uk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Central Podcast, episode one hundred and forty-nine. I am your host Gareth, joined by my fellow co-host
1: Dave. Hello, one hundred forty-nine. We yeah. just literally had a mini panic attack. That next week is one hundred and fifty. Yeah, uh, we'll figure out what to do about that. It, uh, up. But it did somehow. It didn't occur to us. At
0: episode one hundred forty-eight. that one hundred and fifty is very nearby. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last week we were like, "Hmm, 148. That's fine." Yeah, we got ages. Yeah,
0: and no, Publishing 100... the episode, I had to type 148 many times,
1: and you didn't once think, "You know what? That's significant." Yeah, mm. I'm worried for myself. <laughs> it's all right. I missed it as well. Life That's... goes on. We'll figure something else to celebrate. Yeah, I sure. might. I might play a game which isn't a Sherlock Holmes game wow don't,
0: don't write checks your ass can't cash there.
1: <laughs> so Dave uh, yes how are you I'm very good thank you um, a little bit tired as expected I think I'm coming down with a cold oh. uh, which is also expected I work in a school so uh, you know kids don't wash it appears so germs are rife Uh, But yeah, I'm battling through it. It's not that bad. And uh, yeah, good week so far. Good end to last week anyway. So a nice relaxing weekend. And I think I've got nothing planned for this weekend, which is glorious as well.
0: Those are the best.
1: Yeah. How are you anyway, Gareth?
0: Uh, I'm also very good. I had a nice long weekend. I had Friday off and Monday off. Um, Oh, that's Nice for a reason which we'll talk about in what we've we been playing, that isn't video game related. So, very, very interesting little teaser for you all there. Um, but with my weekend, on Friday, I went and saw 1917 in the IMAX. Oh, yeah. Which was incredible.
1: Everyone keeps saying it's incredible. And I, if I'm honest, I didn't really expect it to be bad. Yeah, I, mean,
0: I-, I, I saw brief bits of the trailer and I was like, eh, it looks okay. Um... You know, like, same way like like Dunkirk looked okay. It's like, yeah, it's a war film. They're always generally pretty good. Um, Yeah. But I heard one person reviewing it who, they were talking about it in such high terms. that I was like, maybe it's better than okay. And I went and it's like a masterpiece. It's like incredible. I, because I didn't watch the trailer or anything. I just knew it was a war film. So I went in basically Mm -hmm. fresh and it like blew my mind. It's one of the most impressive films I've ever seen.
1: Um, see, this is it. Again, I just, I looked at it and went, Oh, it's a war film and have kind of shut off. And then I've seen so many people just like this is amazing, everyone needs to go see it. I said, Yeah, but it's just a war film. And everyone's like, No, go see it. It's and not just like, a war film. Oh, That's okay, the then thing. I feel like, like I need to go see it. This yeah. is it, like my brain shut off from the trailer. <laughs> if you've got like, you know, when oh war film uh, I probably went to the toilet. Oh yeah. fuck it. You know? If you've got your whole next
0: weekend free, you could do a lot worse than like going seeing nineteen seventeen. I don't know if it'll still be on at the IMAX, but I would recommend it. Yeah. It's like... It's like... You're watching the film, and you're like, how did they make this? It's like impossible. (laughs) I won't spoil it. I give nothing away. You already know it's a war film. That's giving nothing away. Just go and see 1917. Uh, Like, I think... War films are, as well, like because we kind of grow up getting a general idea of the history of that war, like it's a big yeah. deal in England. Like internationally, I don't think people like Americans really get it, but that war, like the first world war killed off like an entire generation, like a hundred thousand people yeah, died in that ridiculous. war. I think it was. Like everybody in England has a relative who was like in that war because it was like, they conscripted everyone. It was fucking horrific, so everybody has some kind of loss in their family from it. So it has that going for it. Just naturally, but then just man. So impressive as well as a film.
1: Right, yeah. I'll see. yeah, I'll see if I can convince the wife. If not, I'll just sneak out and uh watch it on the Todd. Hey man, seeing um, a film on your own is a very nice mate, yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, I think it was John Wick Two was the first movie I saw like nice. purposely on my own because I knew that nobody wanted to see it um, nobody. that I knew that I knew no one wanted to like go and watch it everyone was like "I'll oh, wait I'll wait until DVD I'm not that desperate where I was like no I need to see this movie Um, so I just went oh fuck it I'm just gonna go and like you said it was one of the most like just just relaxing experiences of my life it just really opened my eyes to yeah this is great no one's chatting next to me you know i can i can do that thing where well in my cinema um the aisle seats because of where the stairs are or like the entrance pretty much so you've got like a whole you've got a massive middle section and yeah. then either side of the stairs is like these two seaters. Right. Yeah, all the yeah. way up. With Does you. that make sense? Yeah. All the way up. And then it, then it stretches out into the back. I said, I always use the top seat of the two seaters, which is like, always like something like H. Um, and I always just sit, I always buy one seat in a two seater, because then I, I'm definitely sitting nowhere near anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, this, these extra seats for my bag and coat. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: fantastic. So that's, that's what I did with my Friday and then other uh, stuff with my weekend. And then the Sunday night was the uh, NFC Championship game in the NFL. Uh, yes. My team, my adopted team, the San Francisco 49ers, were in the final and they won and they'll be in the Super Bowl in two weeks' time. And I'm very
1: excited. Oh, fucking yes, Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know whether this is the year that I can watch it. What you There's only always- get one chance alive to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, honestly, like, because of the way that um, the weeks work and the half terms work, mm. is that it's, like, once every, like, and I'm not even joking, it sounds like a like a, a mythical quest. It's, like, once every four years, <laughs> the Super Bowl lands on half term and you get to stay up until six o'clock in the morning and yeah. watch football. Uh, <laughs> it's either that or I've got to claim that I am sick uh, mm. in dr evil style inverted commas um to say yeah oh yeah he's, no i'm not a, not an nfl fan no you're lying to yourself boss uh <laughs> no i no, i'm very ill i promise you um but yeah i'll see if i can actually watch this one this year
0: i'm very much I'm until
1: next year yeah no it's good when your team gets it though isn't it i, it's, I think um, it's the first time they've been in the super bowl in seven years who are they against has uh, the... so that not been decided yet?
0: No, it has. Um, Chiefs, the Chiefs. I think I forget because I, I'm not like a massive follower. But when my team's doing well, I pay attention to my team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah. a fair weather fan of one team.
1: <laughs> you know. I think it is one of those things as well. Like it's not on, it's not on our television at an appropriate hour enough yeah. for us to get invested. And with sports, and I did at university subscribe to like ESPN uh, for the online streaming service, and it meant that you can, uh, um, you know, watch the hockey, and it meant that you can watch like uh, American football, but they they like record it, and you can watch it later. But I said it's 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 not as good when you watch when you're knowingly watching a recording, Mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh, it just feels a bit (laughs) like I'm not really in it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when you watch it live and you just say, like, yeah, I'm in it. I don't know why. Sports weird like that. Yeah. Even I when mean, it's like special.
0: I watch the Super Bowl every year, regardless of what team's in it, but I won't watch yeah. any of the other rest of the season unless the 49 Nineers are doing well, then I'll pay attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always watching the if Super
1: I'm, Bowl. In the world. If I'm honest, to someone who lives in England and doesn't religiously watch it, um, any American sport is very hard to just pick up, especially the league system. So I started watching like baseball, mm-hmm. and then I just was just like, "How does this league function?" There's so many teams in this league. This is actually fucking ridiculous. And it's the same with like NHL or any of the American sports. Unless you've got a very good understanding of how the league works, it's just really confusing. I just know that the Super Bowl is a good game, regardless, and that yeah. these teams have worked really hard to get to that point. So I just commend it. I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, plus like. American football is
0: actually really easy to watch because any time there's something that happens, they do a slow mo replay. The ref comes on the tonneau and he says, if "The <laughs> yeah. defense were were premature."
1: <laughs> yeah, go back five like, yards, like, a and it's like gladiator. Yeah, he and does. he points he points to the ceiling, and then everyone goes quiet. And then he clicks his mic on his uh, what's saying little chevron tie. Yes, and yeah, says something. He says no, like, you know.
0: "Defense foul <laughs> on this player doing this." Back five yards, yeah. and it's like your objective is you have to get the ball over a line. It's like the easiest to watch sport in the world, yeah. but yeah, when vidious. it's like played really well, it's like proper enthralling. Plus, the uh, Super Bowl halftime show this year is uh, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. So,
1: well, yeah, that's just win win, isn't it? Fourteen year
0: old me is somewhere ripping his cock off right yeah. now. Like, I'll be, yeah. I'll be like halfway through the halftime show. On my Penis will just like cease to exist, like that guy's arms in Looper, <laughs> who gets it chopped off in the past. Just, yes. <laughs> but it'll be worse. It just it. vanish. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Should we talk about games, Dave?
1: Yeah, let's get on to the news.
0: Yeah, we got some news, and we got a feature planned, which will become apparent when we uh, get along with the news. Then we got some. What have we been playing? And Dave has actually played a game. And I've also yes. played that game before, so we can talk about an actual game. <laughs> it's going to be exciting, Dave. I
1: love it. I love it when we play games that we've all both played, yeah. and we can actually discuss the game yes. rather than poorly describe it. It's really hard to imagine. It is. But we'll, we'll do that, but we'll know what we're talking about, and you lot just need to just imagine. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's
0: how audio works. Yeah. Let's move on to the news first, then, Dave. Uh, Dave! Yeah? Do you remember last week how one of the news stories was me being very, very excited that there was going to be a Smash Brothers Direct on the Thursday? Yes. They were going to announce a new character to put in Smash Brothers.
1: And I'll be honest with you, everyone at school went crazy because uh, they told me about it. And yes, it's come back to me, the series, Mm -hmm. but the character hasn't... So I'm going to let you reveal it. Um, I haven't been this disappointed
0: in a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nintendo did a direct. Sakurai was all sat in front of a computer with a joypad. He was like, I'm going to tell you who the character is. People in Nintendo will be so shocked when they hear who this is. There are people in the company who have no idea who it is and they can't even start releasing the character because they don't know who it is. So people are finding out at this exact same time as all you users, here's who it is, and it's another Fire Emblem
1: character. Yeah, what is this exactly? It's Byleth, who I guess like, is, what?
0: is from the new Fire Emblem game, Three Houses, which yeah. is admittedly very popular. It's done very well. But there are already like nine Fire Emblem characters in Smash Bros. Right.
1: I've I've literally just searched Fire Emblem Smash characters. Uh-huh. Okay, and you're right. There are quite literally nine. Yeah, there's
0: Marth, uh, Roy, Lucina, Ike, yes, um, yes. Corrin, Robin, uh, 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 fuck. Tell me, tell me. That
1: <laughs> so actually, there's. I'm not sure, actually, you might have to correct me. So there is uh, Marth, Ike, yes, Lucina, yes. mm-hmm. Byleth, Crom. Crom, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, is it, it's the goddess, is it Palutina? She's from Kid yeah, So why is it here as Fire I don't know, some idiot.
0: But all those Fire Emblem I was forgetting. So Crom, and
1: then uh, Shulk doesn't look like he's from... No, he's from Xenoblade. Yeah, I thought so as well. Uh, we've got Roy. Yep. Is it E. e- Eliwood? He looks That's like he's from Farmer. Who the is this? This is a bad list, <laughs> Google. terrible. No, he is. Yeah. You're
0: like no. uh, Mr. Game & Watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: It's like, this is, what? Uh, Roy, is it Lindis? No, that doesn't make. Like. Corvins on there as well. Claude? I don't know who... I'm
0: going to find, I'm in gonna in find right? a
1: better list. This is shit. Six. There's six characters. We've named all of
0: them anyway, and there's a lot.
1: Yeah, there's and six. The, We've named them. They're all so basically... Including Violet, there's six characters, which <sighs> is a fucking overkill. Like, the only other... Um, I think it's... Obviously, Mario is the only other series which has more characters in Smash Bros. But obviously... Um,
0: there are a lot of Pokemon, but like... Every single count? Pokemon is Pokemon completely China. different. What? Well, so there's Pokemon Trainer, then there's Pikachu, then there's Jigglypuff, um, then Pichu. there's Greninja. Oh, yeah, um, Then there's, uh, what's his fucking name? Lucario, Mewtwo. Pichu. Uh, Pichu, yep, so that's six as well. But the thing is, apart from Pikachu and Pichu, who actually do play differently, every single one yeah. of those Pokemon is completely different. Like, they all feel different. Man, maybe Lucario Mewtwo. Yeah. Man, and, are Nintendo terrible? Is this what I'm... Sl-
1: <laughs> like, I, feel, I, think, the I think you've come to that realisation. Similar movesets. A, a, a right, I understand. I understand for memory base, and I kind of understand by the way that the game works, that it'll be pretty difficult. Actually, no, that's an excuse. No, take it back. I don't think there's any real excuse to copy and paste movesets. No. Apart from laziness. But you the know. problem is... A lot of people have argued to say, like, oh, if they create a new moveset each and every time, yeah, then they've got to rebalance the game. No. No, they don't. Because just because the set different doesn't mean that you've got to, like, suddenly rank up the power level of that moveset. Mate, banjo shoots all...
0: grenades. This is what I mean. They come out of his ass. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> Like that, the problem yeah. I was gonna have with Dante was that's another guy with a sword. Now he has a sword and a gun, and he's a pretty cool fucking guy. That dude from Fire Emblem is just guy with sword. They give him other weapons
1: as well, but it's like, but they all kind know, of look the same as well. Like I've just, I've literally just, like I said, searched Smash Bros. At Fire Emblem, and they're all next to each other. and You're just like, you pretty much got the exact same fucking costume. Yeah, what, uh, what's that? Marth and Bailiff or? However, pronounce the name, Um, pretty much look the exact same. Yeah. She's got a longer fringe than he does. Which isn't the same much because he's he's fringed pretty hench. It was the least exciting thing that's ever happened to me. (laughs) Yeah, it is a bit. I don't know. Especially since I wouldn't mind it as much if they weren't hyping it so hard. Yeah. Like you said, they just hyped it up to say, oh, people are going to be surprised. What? That the sixth firing character is in smash no i'd be surprised if fucking what's saying waluigi suddenly <laughs> sprang out of a pokeball that's would would surprise me but a firing character just seems a bit half-arsed especially because the rest of the dlcs were actually really fucking good
0: like piranha yeah. plant really yeah. interesting terry bogard from uh, is it what is it final fight I always
1: King of Fighters and Final Fight, the same universe,
0: I think. Um, And then you got Banjo from fucking Banjo-Kazooie. Joker from Persona 4. Five? Yeah, see? The Persona series. Like, fucking what the hell? Awesome. And then another
1: Fire Emblem character is like, what the fuck? Why? It just seems like, you know, you need to, like you said, it's not like there's not other characters that you could have added. You know, yeah. it's not there is an other IP which Nintendo supports, especially because um, it
0: took them a year to get round to the fifth one. If it was like
1: they if were this doing was the once first every one every month, they'd be forgiven. Yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. If they were like, "Oh, they we're starting off slow with a Fire Emblem character," then you get a guy from Persona, then you get someone from Final Fight, then you get Banjo. It's like, holy shit, that'd be awesome. But like, uh, I mean, they're doing more. They're doing more. They. Second part of it was, like, they're announcing more fighters are coming in 2020. I think they've shown, like, enough space for six more. So, like, I guess, sure. But now I'm less inclined to buy the Fighters now, Pass now, for this yeah, year. Just, this is it.
1: it. It might just be something a bit expected, you Yeah.
0: Know? Well, no It'd one was expecting... Like, oh. A shit fire them character.
1: <laughs> Everybody yeah, but can agree I don't know. I guess you know a bit, a bit middle of the park, a bit safe, a bit like you know, easy peasy, a bit copy and paste. Big like fire. you know, they can't like. I should say like, oh, um, I don't know, fucking, and a different Toad character. Just like <laughs> they like, you can now play as Toad, and you'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Actually, I'd love that. Can you play as Toad? No, he's part of um, Peach's neutral yeah, B Oh yeah, yeah, she throws him out, doesn't she? Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, it was very disappointing, uh, and it made me very sad. And uh, let's move on. I
1: still, I still stand with though, is that um, you know your choice of what would be the best um, reveal, like someone like fucking Goku or Freezer comes out. That would just be next level. Yeah, but well, oh. I
0: think now they've sort of they've lost all their goodwill. Like, why would I buy the fighters pack now for next year, like ahead of time? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You one have of the to characters might be like another F Zero character. Although that would be great. <laughs> yeah. There's no other. The thing is, there's no other thing that would be as shit as just another Fire Emblem yeah.
1: character. This is what I was trying to say. Like, I was trying to be like, oh, don't make it sound like, oh, no, actually, is there another series that I'll be disappointed that the character comes out? <laughs> no, probably not. Because all the rest of the characters will be, like, even if it's like Castlevania, for fuck's sake, like, it would be a lot more interesting. Yeah. Um, Those
0: characters have different weapons. It's just a sword guy. And some of his attacks use a different oh, weapon actually, for like oh, a split oh, oh, yeah. second. If, like...
1: they, if they release another Link, that would probably piss a couple of people off. I don't think there's <laughs> any left. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, you can have this Link instead. From a really obscure Ni- Game Boy game.
0: <laughs> sure, I, yeah, I guess. I see what you're saying. But let's move yeah. on, because again, anyway, yeah, I don't want to talk about what we could have had when what we got was Diarrhea in the Eyes. Bad. Next story, Naughty Dog uh, put a job listing online this week. Uh, They're seeking a developer with PC, Nvidia, and DX12 experience for the Last of Us Part Two, which leads people to believe naturally that the game may be coming to PC. Oh wow! Yeah, and along with that, this week there was also rumors that Horizon Zero Dawn might be coming to PC as well.
1: Oh, that would be incredible! Yeah. Pretty interesting that stuff. Would, oh, that would. Oh, oh, that means I would just be super jealous of the hardcore graphics that the PC could just smash out. Imagine the last person. Huh? You have a PC. Yeah, but like I said, it's 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 not that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not built for gaming. It's literally built for like photo editing and word processing. Um. So it's not very graphics-heavy, but it is very Um, processor-heavy. And I don't think my motherboard has space for a massive fucking (laughs) (laughs) graphics card. So I would have to probably rebuild. That would tempt me, though. Um, Yeah, big time. Well, you already have a
0: PlayStation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do already have a
0: PlayStation, to be fair, but still. I wonder if it's like a Sony-mandated thing. If they're saying, like... If you can make it work on the PC, do. Microsoft are making all their shit work on the PC, and we're kind of losing some ground and some goodwill there. So just sort of... Just start doing it. Because, like, Heavy Rain is on the PC. And um, what's the other one? The one he's done more recently with the robots instead. Detroit. Uh, That's on PC now as well. So it's like, you know, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Yeah. That is true.
1: But and I think actually not? something like yeah, something like um Last of Us would definitely get traction. Oh yeah, big time. You know, that would definitely be worth making sure you put that on the PC because fucking hell that would sell.
0: Even if it's like a year after the game comes out on PS4, bring it out on PC along with like Last of Us One remastered. Like that oh, package. Yeah. Like it's just flying off the shelves, literally. I mean, not that Not that the PC needs another one, but if Sony put their own store up on the PC, that was like, you can now buy Sony stuff. Uh,
1: Just imagine. So, as a PC user, you've now got like a whole fucking folder full of your game (laughs) launchers. oh what game launcher is the last of us on is it no it's not steam oh no it's not epic <laughs> hang on a minute is it the Microsoft, no it's not the microsoft app. is it the sony no it's not the sony playstation app. is it is it g4 no it's not that one either uh <laughs> oh god no it needs uh, actually to be fair if steamer continues to be like a little bit mediocre then by all means a store has to come and compete don't know
0: they do, and apparently the yeah. Epic Store's doing very well as well. Yeah, big the success, Epic Store
1: you know. is doing very big. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exciting. Uh would like to see where that goes. Yeah,
0: I think it's another one of those examples of Sony just, like... If it is some kind of corporate mandate where, like, maybe God of War's going to pop up on PC at some point, and Shadow of the Colossus and all this stuff, then like yeah, then they're just doing all the right things. Every time Microsoft's like, we're doing all these right things, Sony's like, eh, we're kind of also doing... Oh, alright, I think yeah, we'll join
1: you yeah. on that bandwagon. yep, <laughs>
0: yeah, let's do that all right, final news story, Dave. I only prepared three, I like the uh the three, Mhm. Mm-hmm. Not, not too long, you know, but we get all not the too long
1: uh, we get all, yeah, exactly, just like your sex life, not too long, but it's all good, yep, my sex life exists, um yep, this week, three games
0: were delayed, uh. The first one being Cyberpunk 2077, which is getting pushed back. I think a month was it, a couple of months,
1: something like that.
0: Yeah, I'll admit I didn't pay the biggest attention because I don't give a shit about Cyberpunk yeah, you don't,
1: 2077. You don't care at all. Uh, so it's now delayed uh, from April till September. Oh fuck! That's way bigger than I thought. <laughs> mm. ah. <laughs> fuck it. People who well, for that just, game. Just... <laughs> yeah, like, Fuck them all. <laughs> if i'm honest yet yeah, i don't and again I, I, I it's my own it's my own fault um but i i rarely buy games on their release date so for them to say oh it's delayed till september i'll be like even if i bought it in april i probably wouldn't play it till september so that's just like fine for me <laughs> yeah, but there's a couple of others wasn't there, there? are so, uh, final fantasy 7 <laughs> remake
0: Yep. Although, they're only pushing it back by like a week, which is kind of weird, but they say they want to do some finishing touches. Yeah, you'd rather tweak it for release, wouldn't you? Yeah, and then the most recent one, which broke my heart, was either I think it was either today or yesterday. Dying Light 2 has been delayed, but worse than that, they've not even given a release date. They've just said it's delayed. Oh, no. So it's like delayed indefinitely at this point, which is... Bad, because I was really looking forward to that game. I still am, but
1: it's scary. What if it never comes out, Dave? Oh, what if it never comes out ever? Uh, No, it, it, yeah, it will come out. Don't cry. Don't <laughs> cry yet. Okay. It's here. I, I just literally searched like 2020 delayed games, and there was literally this massive article with them all on. Um, LMO? Yeah. Yeah. there's a lot more games than i thought skull and bones which is the pirate game oh the ubisoft Uh, one yeah the ubisoft one okay uh that's been delayed wait announced oh yeah it's been well this doesn't help was delayed until march well i don't know what the original freaking (laughs) release date was so i ain't got a clue what the fuck that means is that a bad thing this one will hurt you. Animal Crossing's been delayed. Yeah, well,
0: we already—that was a while ago, though. Are they but just that saying every ago. single game that's been delayed?
1: Uh, so that was June 2019 until March 2020. That's that's a bit of a fucking delay. It was, yes. Doom However, Eternal has been delayed. Well, yeah, but
0: fucking Doom Eternal's gonna be shit because the first Doom was shit.
1: Uh, I I I played the first Doom. I played the first Doom. It pff, it was a game. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I played it. I wasn't necessarily bored, but I wasn't I wasn't enticed to go find all the secrets. I I, I couldn't care. People rave about uh, that game like it's the second coming. Yes, and I don't yeah. get it at all. And I was like, no, there's better games to spend my money on. You know, I'm glad that I got it for free. You got it for. Uh, free I think I borrowed it, or I got given it by my brother, because I went, I haven't played Doom, and he literally just had this reaction. He went, oh, take it. (laughs) (laughs) Iron, you love that game too much. (laughs) Oh, The Last of Us Part 2 has been delayed. Yeah, that's not the biggest surprise in the world, though, surely. Oh, no. It's going to be released in May, not April. Well, (laughs) okay, then call it four weeks? (laughs) Uh, Watch Dogs Legions, Rainbow Six, Quarantine, and Gods and Monsters have all been delayed by Ubisoft. Uh, Do- oh again.
0: My god, Watch Dogs Legion that game where you can be any NPC in the entire game, right? Yeah. Well, no wonder that's delayed. Uh,
1: it's not going to fucking work. Well, it's not going to work at all, is it? And, oh. you know, it had an amazing release graphics as well. And we all know what that means. It's going to look like <laughs> fucking shit when it's released. <laughs> You know, you can play as any NPC in the world as long as you've unlocked them, yeah. and as long as it's the right part of the story. There's going to be seven uh, voices, um, and yeah. it's
0: just
1: going to be again. Final Fantasy VII and the Marvel's Aven- Avengers game has oh, been yeah, delayed. Yeah,
0: that Avengers
1: game got delayed. That was like yeah. news first, hot second. Yeah, uh, Iron Man VR, which does look very good actually. Uh, I've seen that on the playstation vr but this is it iron man vr sounds great if it wasn't on playstation <laughs> <laughs> like does that make sense Yeah, i said iron man vr that sounds amazing it's goes to come into playstation vr i'll oh, fuck it then no because i don't want to hold two dildos in my hand whilst i'm playing vr like especially ones that flash um i wouldn't yeah. want that even outside of vr i think yeah but again i think it just ruins it I haven't experienced it so I'm going to caveat that this is actually a brash opinion for someone who has never played a VR game but uh, it just doesn't it doesn't entice me into it let's just say that and like you said dying light 2 so yeah uh there's a couple of games uh cyberpunk like i said not too bothered final fantasy again none of these games are hitting me that hard uh because the only game that i think i'll play on release is last of us part 2 <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's fair. There's a lot of uh, demand for your time mm-hmm. as a married man with a full-time job and a dog
1: and a family. But also, but also I'm just really fucking lazy, and I like playing games like Spyro, <laughs> well, where I go. just, where I can just chillax and not really worry about it. Um, I think I do need to play more modern games, though. Well, maybe you did this week, Dave. Uh, maybe.
0: But this Hang on, news. Did you no, go on?
1: Did you did did you miss the big story? Apparently, yeah. Why well, was the big story? Uh, about E3.
0: Oh, Sony's not going to be there. This?
1: Yeah, I think we discussed this last week, didn't we? <laughs> to say that they might not and then yeah. it was confirmed literally the day the podcast came out. Yeah, I swear
0: like the second I posted the podcast I saw it trending yeah. on Twitter and was like, oh for fuck's sake.
1: We were like, oh, if they don't attend E3 this year, then uh, Microsoft's gonna wipe the floor with them and then it was like Sony will not attend E3. We're just like,
0: what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know if we look like morons.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if we look like absolute idiots. People who uh, listen was- to the
0: podcast like <laughs> Guys they just announced this as you were recording. What the fuck are you doing? Like,
1: no. <laughs> fuck. No, I swear. I swear they do it just to troll us. Uh but yeah, so they, it's it's official. They don't feel the need to uh to come to E three. Um I don't think there's been a statement larger than that. Um
0: now the people who organise E3 put out a little statement that was like, "Oh, we wish Sony were going to be here." e 3s is really big deal. Microsoft,
1: eh? Right? Yeah. Literally, no. <laughs> E3 is a signature event celebrating the video game industry and showcasing the people, brands, and innovations redefining entertainment loved by billions. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and it's just like it's just, it's it's just like someone just vomited a PR campaign onto this fucking uh, website. But uh, this is and it does say this is what the spokesperson had to say. Do you mean this is what the robot we spoke to via email I had to say? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, they haven't really commented. They just was just like, yeah, we just don't, uh, uh, we just don't see the benefit in e for you, pretty much. I mean, uh, I,
0: I kind of get where they're coming from. Yeah, the thing is, like, the thing we learnt from the Xbox One launch is that people's perception is like super, super difficult to shake off. It's like, people yeah. still think the Xbox One is like, I have to install my games and have the console connected to the internet the whole time while I play. What the fuck? People still think thing. that about the console. Yeah, this is it. Yeah.
1: And so, Despite like, the fact that the DRM restrictions on the Xbox One are the exact same as the PlayStation 4, yeah. is that, you know, when you're installing the game, um, if you don't have a disc, you need an internet connection to verify it. Yeah. Once it's been verified on your account, you, you can disconnect it from the internet. Yeah. And it's only for really like, it's, it's for online purchases. It's not for like disc purchases because the, the DIM restrictions are on the disc. Yeah, but it, it, the um, thing is, it doesn't matter what the reality is. What matters is people's perception. That's it, yeah. No one looks further than that. That's um, it. Because they heard a
0: Yeah. People's perception of E3 is it's the big event. If you're big in video yeah. games, you are there. Microsoft can be showing off their brand new console In the biggest event in the world, Sony might do their own thing where they're like streaming live from New York on September 13th from the Sony Theater. Tune in on Sony.com. Like they might do their own thing like that, but it looks small time because it's not an E3.
1: And only the hardcore people who care will watch it. Yeah. Like let's be honest, not everybody watches the Nintendo Directs, Nintendo knows that. Because Nintendo Direct are for Nintendo fans, people who own the console, people who are invested in the brand and the games. It's almost like a little, you know, secret. Well, it's not a secret, but a little like family forum where they can just chat to each other and just be like, look, this is what we're doing. And everyone will be like, oh, I'm excited. I don't own a Switch. I rarely watch Nintendo Direct because I'm not invested in the brand. If I bought it, I would be. But like you said, on the larger stage, if you want to invite new customers in, people who are like on the outskirts and don't really care, like you said, E3 means something. Yeah, This is where they're going to get their big gaming news. And all they're going to say is, well, Sony's not there.
0: And they're going to be like, look at this new Xbox that's coming out. Yeah, With but the, the amazing Series X here. Fucking great. And I've no doubt, yeah. whenever Sony choose to show off the PlayStation 5, they're going to get a lot of news out of it. But it's the perception of... Th- The public, the people not like us who aren't paying attention to the news or on Twitter every day reading all the the new video game stuff. What matters is, you know, the mum and her two kids that maybe they have really shit internet, so they're not like on YouTube all the time. You know, they'll see like, oh, the new Xbox is coming out. Look at this, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, shown off at the biggest video game thing in the world. Wow. That's what you want to capture, and they're not even trained. Yeah, that's definitely
1: it. No, this is it. I think, like you said, they don't want to get lost. E3 brings a lot of hype, but it also you get lost between the E3 hype because it's on for so long. Uh, you do you do have the fleeting moment in the sun. Now, what Sony want is their own flagship away from all other announcements. So when they make their announcements, the only thing people are talking about, because there's no other news is Sony's announcement. I get it from like a PR perspective, but I don't think it's going to work as well because like you said, the perception for the masses is this is small scale compared to E3 which is large.
0: Yeah, it's like so a motion statement we'll, plus. We'll see. The PlayStation 4, you know, was that console war was won at E3. That year where yeah. Sony came out and they said you can trade in games, trade them with your friends, we don't give a fuck. People in the arena, like, cheering. You know, you had this direct, like, here's what we're doing, here's what Microsoft say they're doing, we're better than them. And that's just all that people talked about for the next six fucking years. It's been non-fucking-stop. Sony just trouncing Microsoft. Microsoft have done the right things in our eyes, as we've talked about many times, like slowly building up the the goodwill, you know, Game Pass, getting that off the ground. took, like, like, Two, three years to get it get past to where it is really now. And did. they've been very yeah. patient. They were thinking in long term to so now the point where when they announce their console, is there any reason for them not to be like the one you would?
1: choose choose over sony? especially as a, yeah like, like we said last week especially as a middle of the road gamer i've got no loyalties to any sort of brand i want a new console yeah, and sony just comes out and, and you know sorry microsoft comes out and goes well here's the new console and you get 300 plus games with it on game pass boom thank you yeah and what's sony saying
0: sony saying uh, wait. We're gonna step step to the side wait. and let them do their yep.
1: thing. It makes the, just wait. We'll announce our big ship <laughs> later. <laughs> it's just very he just strange. Gives you a sly wink as he walks out the door in a very creepy fashion, like you know. Uh, we'll see what happens. Like I don't think you know. Obviously, you're gonna have the fanboys, but it's the middle of the road people that they're trying to convince. It's not the fanboys. Yeah, you know. it just
0: looks like complacency to me. It looks like Sony think. Ah, we've got this.
1: So yeah, this is it. Why, yeah. even
0: bother, nah, it's fine. why even bother fighting? And Microsoft are like, we want to fight. <laughs> we have to fight. Yeah. And we're, we're scratching and clawing for every new user. And it feels that way, you know? They're, they're just doing all the right things. And here's Sony, like, whatever. we we just pressing our man? hands. Crossing yeah, our arms Sony. in the back of the club, you know, not dancing. <laughs> I ain't okay. going to dance. Be quiet. <laughs> anyway. Enough about the news Enough uh, about the news We had an idea for a feature this week We were talking about the delayed games Of this year Um And it got us thinking about games that we wish Had been delayed Maybe they came out With some massive bugs in them That ruined the game Or maybe they were missing some crucial feature Either way that's what we're going to talk about But first We're going to treat you to some video game music video game music segment with me gareth uh, it's currently 7 a.m on the 23rd of january which is the day this podcast is going up i'm going to end up putting it up sometime in the next hour or so hopefully uh, me and dave recorded this episode on tuesday night i was going to edit it last night uh, but i fell asleep so now it's thursday morning i've been editing for the past few hours on and off doing other things uh, and now I'm just getting to the music now. So this week's music is from Asura's Wrath, which is a action game from years ago. Although the music, which obviously I'll be playing for you now, is sort of the opposite of what you'd expect. The main theme, which I'll be playing for you, called In Your Belief, is a very sort of somber orchestral piece. Which you wouldn't expect from a game based around a kick-ass rage god killing other rage gods in increasingly elaborate fashions um so yeah play a wrath if you haven't uh, i don't think they've ever re-released it they should remake a wrath like now um but anyway i digress this is from the soundtrack to a wrath it's the main theme and it's titled in your belief
1: Delayed games becomes quite a normal uh, feature in modern gaming society. But some games also release too early uh, and often come with bugs, issues, DLC, massive one-day patches. Uh, So our feature is today talking about what games we would like or wished would take that delay to make the game a little bit better. Now I've got mine. Uh, have you? Have you thought long and hard, Gareth, about yours? I have.
0: Mine. I'm not sure if it will hold up. We'll have a talk about
1: it. But right.
0: I, it's the one that I wish most, more than any other game, would
1: have <clears throat> taken its time coming out. Mm. So I was thinking. Along the lines of the games in which obviously are dear to me, but I was disappointed with. So first game that came to my head was, right, Metal Gear Solid. But then I thought actually the reason why that game sucked or was disappointing to me was, uh, wasn't because of the, del- I felt like it needed a delay. It was simply because, you know, creative differences made the game kind of just come out because Metal Gear it Solid wasn't finished
0: on the so- PS1.
1: No, Metal Gear Solid 5, sorry. Oh, right. Um, Yeah, I should have really defined that. They have been more than one game. Uh, (laughs) But the game that I thought I would go with, and seeing as it has come up in a lot of worst games of 2019 lists, um, is Anthem. Right. Now, for me, I remember very excitedly talking about the anthem demo when i played it when it uh the beta testing when it came out i remember quite enthusiastically being you know excited about what this game had to offer i remember enjoying the short three hour period in which they allowed you to play there were some bugs in it there were some Things that uh, needed to change, but I was optimistic, to say the least. You know, the good stuff about it. I remember the flying mechanics were incredible. Uh, Just so much fun. Why is flying in video games like Iron Man so much fun? The fact that you could do it with a pack of like four people. Four of your friends could get together and you just fly around that's quite fun the fact that you it promised a lot of customization fantastic Um, the story that it showed you was interesting it kind of plunked you the beta plunked you almost in the middle of this story which means that you kind of lost track of where you were Um, you had no real context but it was interesting enough that you wanted to know what came before and what definitely comes after this point Uh, um, the characters were interesting enough it was a little bit you know slow Uh, the missions felt a bit uh, repetitive for a loser shooter Mm -hmm. but it was you know I was optimistic I was like yeah this is going to be really good Um, I like what I saw Uh, they're going to improve it everything's going to do well and then when it came out it was the same like how the what? why do these companies do this why do they go oh we're going to beta test it and then we're just going to release it as it is <laughs> we're going to make any fucking changes what's the point in beta testing it then
0: yeah I don't what's think I don't think they used the word beta test correctly
1: no this is it testing is pointless I think the only reason why they beta, what they're actually beta testing is server capacity we are beta testing the server capacity we aren't changing the game but because they don't tell you what they're beta testing it gives you the impression that they're going to improve or change the game in some way to what you're playing at that time. Um, And it wasn't the case. Like when we got the game, it was the same stuff. You know, it was the customization was lacking. All the guns looked the same. Um, The missions were similar, if not the same. Super repetitive. The flying was still fun. The um, the customization, no, what's the name? The different, I can't remember what they're called, but the different mechs and the different suits that you could wear yeah. were what different enough. What did they name them? <sighs> Hang on, that's gonna bug me. Um, you googling it because I'm googling it as well. Yeah. I'm literally going anthem suits. They're called javelins. Fuck, you got those so much faster than me. Mm. Anthem javelin suits, yeah. Fuck. Okay. What Yeah, but the javelins were different enough that it, it it gave you enough variety. You found, um, you found what play style suited you, and it meant that actually, all i you know, by pure coincidence, all four of the people that I was playing with, or me and the three others, had all had all the different suits. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked out really well. It felt like you were doing something, you know, that you were part of a team, that you were doing something diff, uh, that you had a different part to play, each, you know, with a different javelin, and it was it was fun. And then once you realised that actually each chapter kind of just it was a rinse and repeat, it turned into a massive grindy mess. Uh, the DLC was promised to improve stuff and never did and the customization was short the story was a bit boring it showed you more interesting stuff in the cutscenes than it did in the actual gameplay and the world in which you were flying around in was empty you know if you saw the, the E3 demo or the release trailer mm-hmm. they had like massive mechanised creatures and you know these, these underwater sections where you were like getting chased by wildlife and you know the world around you was alive but what turned out to be just uh just false truths you know you would fly around and it gives you the impression that the forest was alive until you landed and then you realize oh actually it's just a background there's that there is nothing here
0: um let me ask you a question then dave yeah if they did delay that game what do you think they would have had to improve before they released it for it to be like what you wanted?
1: Well, for me, it was it. It, it would just be they were trying to do a destiny, which wasn't destiny. Okay. But they were so 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 they were they were using the wrong, uh, you know, they were using like the wrong pedestal to look up to. You know, if Destiny's on this pedestal, no, you should change your viewpoint. Destiny is not the one that you want to be like. You want to be better than Destiny. You don't want to be a grindy mess. You don't want to be, you know, um, chop up the story into different chapters. Um, You're better than that because you're Bioshock. You're better than that. You can tell, you know, very good space stories. Mm -hmm. You've proven that so what they need to do to like kind of hit my expectation is kind of just focus on the stuff which was good about the game why did it have to be a looter shooter like it can just be an open world team like you know shooter game where you would it doesn't mean that the hub the game doesn't have to change massively but the mechanics of the game can Mm -hmm. you know instead of the reason why you're uh, doing these missions is to gain the loot and then to give you microtransactions to get better loot that was that was their blatant focus because that's what the publisher wanted right um, it's just little tweaks that would make the whole Im- the, the impact of the game better and by giving it a focus I think it would have would have really got people motivated to play it again um, I think a delay would have been beneficial uh, and also I think it meant it would have saved the franchise because this had a lot of promise like I said yeah. the story itself was quite interesting it was unique but then it kind of turned into a destiny where it was just like oh there's a higher power and you go what? yeah it's, it's vague and mysterious <laughs> I don't want a vague and mysterious higher power I want to know what the fuck's going on no it's a higher power man you don't, you don't get it yeah it, it just... It felt like it was a bad copy of a bad game, um, wow. and yeah, it just with a delay. I think it would have kind of set itself apart, you know, and yeah, would have lived up to that fear that I had when I played the beta. I think it would have been a completely different game, uh, but sadly, this is what we're left with.
0: We are well. They're changing it, right? They're changing like top to bottom.
1: Mm. Oh, they do
0: <laughs> Well, yeah, that's. I mean, it's EA. This how
1: is much it, money though. They're
0: really going to pour
1: into. Really, uh, exactly. How, how much money are you going to change, or is it going to turn into an evolve, and it's going to turn into like a crowd fucking free-to-play game? Like, oh, come on. Probably not going to be the best game in the world. No, this is it. Anyway, what's yours? I'm. I'm. I'm you know, I'm excited to hear. Uh mine and it I
0: didn't intend for it to turn out to be but mine is also a bioware game. Woo! Uh my choice is Mass Effect 3. I don't know if you remember Mass Effect 3, Dave. Uh, but they had a slight issue
1: in that the ending of that game. The end I don't know what anyone's issue was. It's great. I like the fact that I spent hours of my life not me, obviously. No. Yeah. I'd never completed it or played it but I liked watching my brother play hours and hours of this game for the light to change colour
0: yeah that was the main problem was that the ending of the game you had three choices Uh, each one resulted in the same ending but a light was a different colour in each one and that was the epic ending to their multiple hundred hour story that I personally spent many of those hundred hours very
1: invested in yeah, um, it's hard not to get invested in it. I, like I said... When I, I was, first
0: completed it, I was like, but, you know what, I'm happy with that. And then the friend I was with at the time said, uh, have you seen the other endings? And I was like, no. And he was like, they're exactly the fucking same. <laughs> oh,
1: oh see, this is it,
0: gross. like you said. Oh, no. Because the thing is, the rest of that game, I think is fantastic. You meet all your old friends and you go about the universe making a big army and recruiting everyone and getting everybody on the same side and the stuff you do harkens back to the previous two games in a really cool way and characters make sacrifices and it's all very cool and well done and then the last few hours leading up to the ending is just like the lamest shit the reapers have been on earth for like months by this point why are they such a big deal if they can't even destroy earth in like Fucking it, loads of time, and it's like, <laughs> ugh. And like. Yeah. The thing that hurts
1: most. With the destroyer of worlds, you've been here months, and we've been able to keep you back. No, we no. With the destroyer of worlds, we ugh. we will kill you and the rest of your universe, Iron. Oh, yeah. They were
0: even yeah. fucking difficult to deal with in the end. It's the worst thing. But so what happened is, I completed the game. I got my ending. I found out the other endings were exactly the same. I was very sad. And then, a little while later, they patched the game with completely updated endings that, mm. if they had maybe delayed the game a few months, maybe those better endings would have been the endings of the actual game. But for me, I can't go back and recomplete the game and see what the patched ending is, because I've already had my ending to Mass Effect, and it was a massive wet fart right in my mouth (laughs) that I can now taste as well as smell you
1: know oh yeah I was about to say like have you have you because we never went back and did the patched endings either like you said I've never even watched
0: a video of them
1: no this is it I I wouldn't even begin to tell you what the patched ending was because we were that kind of well fuck you about it that I didn't want to go back and do it because like you said it feels like going. well why wasn't that the original ending if that was your original plan, then just fucking delay the game until it's ready. Well,
0: that's that's why at the beginning of this segment I said I'm not sure if mine will qualify because I wonder, you know, if their plan all along wasn't just the endings they put out, and it was people's outrage that made them change it. Because, yeah, see,
1: this is it. It's like, difficult. So. You know, it's, yeah.
0: they are an EA company. They did put out the game with that ending, and they didn't announce they were changing the ending until after all the outrage. Sure, if they had had an extra two months, three months, maybe the ending could have been improved. But I worry that they thought the ending was fine to begin with.
1: Yeah. I think it does come from the laziness and the people who... um, It feels like the people who make those decisions about the quality of the ending or the completion of the game... um, aren't invested in the creative process of making of the game yeah so it'll be like yeah that'll do yeah that sounds oh that that looks great i think everyone will be happy about that i think what pissed people off the most is that there, there, there wasn't variety in the different choices the other games had impact in the the choices that you made yeah and yeah they
0: were like subtle not maybe not like, subtle. people
1: died didn't they it was just like you know, who did you want to live? And you were like, oh well, fuck, I don't. Both of them. No, <laughs> you got to choose. One of them will die. And you're just like, ah. So you were like, you know, you, you, you spend time trying to make that decision. Yeah. But I on mean, this one, so I don't give a fuck because I don't care what the color of the light is. Who fucking cares?
0: Yeah. And my, it kind of ruins it. My journey from Mass Effect One all the way up until Mass Effect Three will be very different from somebody else's. And the yeah. idea that me and that person both got exactly the same ending, even though maybe they just played it half assed and they weren't bothered and they just did whatever. And I was proper invested in all these characters and spent all the time <laughs> doing all the side quests. Going, going the through all their planets. Doing everything, like, the the queen of the Rack? No, so whatever they were called. Like, making sure <laughs> she was free and that her, all her people were going to... and giving them a second chance. And then you get to the final battle and the, maybe there's one more ship in the battle because of that a slightly different design and it's like no I should be rewarded Like, my, so my favourite character in Mass Effect 1 was Rex and he oh, died gosh. in Mass Effect 1 because of I guess decisions I made I'm still not clear why he died but the whole mm. way through that entire trilogy I was like upset that he died the idea that 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 happened in my game didn't even make a difference it's just the same yeah. cutscene that happened it's like, so, it's so upsetting to me. And the choice is at the end. so There's a fucking child that's made of yeah. light that says, do you want to kill all the Reapers? Do you want to merge all technology and life in the universe? Or this other thing, which is clearly the evil one?
1: Yeah, like, it's like fucking give in to the Reapers. And, the fuck you are know, you talking
0: about? you literally asking me to pick what's behind door one, two or three like how is this what's your favourite
1: colour green, blue or red fucking go nuts like I picked
0: Kill all the Reapers because that's the whole fucking point of the trilogy and I guess that wasn't the best ending I guess the best ending was the middle one where it's like merge all technology with biological which sounds like hell sounds like an absolute fucking nightmare yeah that
1: bad yeah that doesn't sound like like I'm
0: gonna enjoy that on either side but yeah, like I said, I I worry that even if they were given a year of extra time that they would still have kept that ending because they didn't think there was with it. But yeah. I would like to think also that I'm wrong and that if they'd had a few more months that you would get to that ending and maybe there'd be a few more choices and those choices would, you know, give you a more personalised ending which just wasn't present in the game because they were wrapping up a trilogy, they had a release date that they had to hit, it was very, you know, ambitious series that very hard to wrap up all those loose story threads in a satisfying way anyway. Yeah. But, but I would like to think that if they had more time, it would have been a much better ending. And, you know, I'm a guy who liked Mass Effect Andromeda, so that should tell people how invested yeah. in the Mass Effect world I am. So imagine how disappointed that ending made me. I've never gone back and seen what the improved ending was. I have no fucking clue. Because the ending I, I got was my ending, and it was...
1: I, I don't think I ever will. That.
0: It's like, yeah, this is it. you know if you, like, broke a finger when you were a kid, and the finger just, like, <laughs> slightly bent for the rest of your life? you yeah, know, like, I'm like living like with it. My brain's just slightly bent for the rest of my life
1: because of my 3s yeah, ending. Yeah. I feel your pain. Thanks, man. But yeah, this is it. <laughs> I think more games. Uh, I think... I think companies are realizing that uh well i hope that the day one patch culture needs to kind of stop and that um audiences don't mind release dates being pushed back as long as there is a justified reason for it um you know that massive statement that uh final fantasy 7 released just delaying the game for a week yeah. you know just kind of shows that they're saying it's only a week, but trust me, this week is, you know, worth the time because we'd rather release something which is perfect rather than something that is subpar because this game means so much to you as it does to us. And that's justified. You know, saying like, Oh, we had to delay it for a year and then it's still releasing in a bad state. It just Yeah. Hopefully, it changes, but, uh, like, it is it is quality over quantity, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's see what happens. Hopefully, it doesn't get worse. Hopefully, they are saying, for these larger releases, just be patient and fucking wait. Yeah, just please let Dying Light 2 be good. Please. Oh, yeah, please. That could be such a dark
0: horse if it comes out this year for, like, oh, yeah. Game of the Year. I hope it's good. All right, Dave, should we talk about what we've been playing? Oh, yeah, let's get into it. Now, Dave. Yes. A little birdie um, told me uh, the birdie's name was Dave Ellery. That yeah. you have played a new game this week.
1: Yeah, I have, uh, and it is a ge- so again a game on Game Pass. It's a multiplayer game. Uh, I've played it a couple of times before Christmas, and then we decided to play it. You know, just pick up again uh, this week, and that game. Is Remnant from the Ashes? Oh my God, Dave! I've played that game as well. What? What? <laughs> that never happened. No, literally never happened. It's never because I never play any game which is relevant. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? It's quite a um, it's a very enjoyable game. I'm going to put that one out there straight away. It's it's like a It's like a love child from all these different games with very different uh, visual and play styles. Yes. So we said before we started recording, didn't we, that it was like... um, It's like a looter shooter, Dark Souls-inspired, Left 4 Dead-esque zombie monster game where you can play single-player or you can also play in a party of up to four people.
0: Yeah, the multiplayer is actually pretty good. Yeah,
1: really Like, seamless. And it's, uh, it's, it's a drop-in, drop-out multiplayer as well, which is really good.
0: Yeah, and it's set in, like, sort of uh, our world after it's been taken over by demons. So, sort of, um, did you ever see Hellgate London? No. It's a similar thing where, like, London has been taken over by demons. So, it's a similar look and vibe yeah but it's, it's more like a, this game's more sort of dimension hopping and um, it takes place is it in Russia yeah yeah it's kind of an interesting yeah. setting and a lot of the enemies and stuff have pretty cool designs
1: yeah it's all of them are like all of them are individual yeah. um, but like you kind of have this I don't know as well like you've got like this almost Last of Us-esque um, like dungeon crawling you've got to sneak past enemies so you don't want to anger these sort of enemies and then if you do anger them you're like well fuck it and then it kind of turns to Left a Dead Horde uh, mode where like you've just got to kind of buckle down and kill everyone um, it kind of never lets you relax but it also has this like Dark Souls Respawn mechanic where if you die you kind of get so many respawns at this certain point before the whole mission fails and you've got to kind of start it all again. Um, it's really good. It uh, The difficulty is well it can ramp up quite rapidly. Sure
0: but well, I, I was using the same gun I started the game with up until the end of the game. I just kept upgrading that one gun. Because you'd find yeah. a new weapon and that you'd be like well the stats on this aren't great and it it fires differently to the gun I'm used to, so I'm just gonna keep upgrading the normal
1: one and that it, it is definitely fine. one of those games like you said where and again we haven't completed it, but we are gonna like fight towards it, but yeah, when you find a gun which you like and you're like, Oh, this shoot's quite nice, oh I actually I quite like the range on this, you just kind of keep it, yeah, you're like I know there's other guns, uh but I like this one, this is my friend, and so you just keep upgrading it. Uh, The upgrade system is fair. I didn't find it too grindy. Um, Like you said, the enemies are interesting enough that it kind of keeps you, you know, it doesn't feel like you're repeating the same areas. But it's got that Dark Souls-esque free roam where none of the areas are locked off. So if you kind of want to take the story in this direction... Uh, you can probably go quite far into that zone before you realise you're super under-leveled and these enemies are just going to boss you. Um, unless like, you just want to grind it out and just keep taking down like 2 HP every single gun bullet.
0: Yeah, but I think not- like of all the things to steal from Dark Souls, that's one of the better things that a lot of games yeah, ignore. Definitely- a lot of games just go, OK, so you lose everything you have when you die and you respawn at a bonfire and all the enemies come back and you have to get back to where you were to get your XP back. And like that is in dark souls, but that's way less interesting than like the world of dark souls. If you want to complete dark souls really quickly, you can just run from the start to where all the hard shit is. If you're good enough at the game, you can do that. And that's, That's awesome. That's a really cool thing to borrow. I quite
1: liked it. Yeah, like you said, like we got to the bit in the story where we were in like this maze library labyrinth. It was like the visual design in it is really creative. Um, No area looks the same. Like it's got the same sort of feel. Yeah. But it then goes like really mystic. And then it goes really like spooky. And then it goes like really out of this world fantasy. And it goes like really quite barren. And like, Nothing kind of looks, nothing looks the same, but everything feels like it belongs in the same world, and yeah. I think that's really challenging for yeah. a design team to do that.
0: The dimensions all you feel know? different from each other, but you can see how they all are part of the same universe.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's really cool. Uh, but yeah, we came to like this labyrinth library section, and it's like there are four worlds that you can go into. And you have to complete each world, uh, each dimension. You've got to kill or collect something. I can't remember what the task was. Um, but we just chose... Uh, um, the kind that we were playing... Well, how, our selected leader, they were just like, oh, where? Um, what one should we go into? And we were just like, just choose one at random. And he just went, literally like span around in a circle and went, oh, this one. And then we realised when we went in there that actually we are under for this one. Right. Um, so we pretty much, it's, it, it's trial and error. But when you come, uh, but the guy says like, there's like this little spirit where he talks to you and just goes, um, it's like some levels might not be uh, suited for fighters like you. And we're like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then you realize, you go, Oh, this is what he was talking about. Yeah. We're really not suited for this shit. Let's go back and find another world where we can actually cause damage to these enemies. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I quite like that exploration. The fact that you like, we got a good understanding of how that world functions and where we need to go. But we understood that we couldn't progress because we need to go back and do something else before we get there. Like there, it's a little bit less handholding and a little bit more. Well, just find out where you need to go through trial and error, but it doesn't, Punish you as much as uh, other games do. It's 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 inviting enough, isn't it, for you to want to keep playing it and to want to learn more about the uh, you know the world in which you inhabit.
0: Yeah, the so, combat's yeah. good. Like the the guns feel impactful, and there's like ammo is weirdly scarce. <laughs> so like you will you'll have to be switching between weapons and using your various oh, yeah. other abilities and melee and stuff. Cause you'll run out of ammo with your main weapon. Like, I upgraded my main gun all the way, but then my sidearm was just like some shitty pistol for a long time. And that killed me once or twice because I just wasn't watching it. And it is good in multiplayer, but playing it on your own, it can get pretty tough.
1: Yeah, but even in multiplayer, it ramps it up. Like, it, it didn't feel like it was easy. Like, you can use tactics and flank, but then the AI is quite good at doing that as well. Mm -hmm. like if they see that you're trying to just like bunker down they will like get onto like the higher ground and like drop behind you and you're like well shit i didn't actually expect them to do that so it does keep you on this on your toes and like you said it is it is one of those things where we so i'm building my um my guns around what my party is also using so we've We've almost got like long range, close range, and you know mid range in each person. So that's good. There's also that benefit as well. So yeah, it's really fun to play, and like you said, it's like the there's enough customizations where we all don't look like the same character, which is yeah, nice yeah. as well. That's always
0: nice. And what I um, found was a problem for me though. Um, because I wasn't playing with the same group of people. I was just playing on my own. So it was a lot of randoms coming in and dropping out. Yeah. So what would f- happen quite often was somebody would drop in, clearly had completed the game a few times, and they are just, like, mental guns and stuff. And they just, like, run me to a boss, and then they'd just farm the boss, get everything the boss drops and quit. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, now I've... Done this boss now, so now I get to keep going in the story, which is good for that. But it's like you kind of robbed me of that. that. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I didn't enjoy that as much as I kind of should have.
0: Yeah, Uh, which tends to be fine because it's it's actually quite a long game. There's a lot of bosses. There's a lot of new areas. There's a lot of items. There's a lot of well, not a lot of story, but there's a decent amount of story to get through. So it didn't end up like ruining the game for me. But I think it probably robbed like a good. Six, seven hours of gameplay of instead of figuring out how do I get to the boss in this area? Maybe I sneak past these enemies to get, and I have to fight people here and there's a chest here. How do I get to that? Blah, blah, blah. Instead of that, it was just somebody like sprinting through, killing every enemy in like a split second, get to the boss, yeah, split. murder it. Cause they're doing a run, you know, they're like, I need this boss drops this one material. I'm going to sprint through this level, kill the boss, drop out, join someone else's game, do it again, do it again, do it again. I've I've done that in games. Uh,
1: Yeah, I've been that man. I've been that guy.
0: Sometimes you've just (laughs) got to go on a farming run. You know, it happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was no, uh, no real way of me stopping that. I think either people can join or nobody can join,
1: and it's like, yeah, that's it. There's, there's, there's no middle ground where it's like friends only. Um, there's literally like everyone can join or no one at all. It's an open and closed gate. Yeah,
0: but then sometimes, uh, you know, two people would join who were, like, around my level, and we'd all have similar loot, and then together we were, like, slowly pushing our way through a level with tough enemies, and a big guy had spawned, he'd run at us, and we'd, like, be pinging him, and each using our abilities and stuff, and stuff like that felt really cool, so it was, like, worth yeah. it the occasional overpowered guy turning up for, like, these moments <laughs> yeah, where three of us yeah. were just work together for a little while yeah that's definitely quite rare
1: but like you said is that um it has a class-based system as well doesn't it where you can choose a different speciality depending on your play style and uh, you know that uh, it changes the ability of the player which is again good uh no one is you know necessarily overpowered in mm. thatness you know in that sense as well um but yeah it's It's an enjoyable game. Um, You know, well worth downloading and playing. It's on on Game Pass and that's how I've uh, acquired it. And uh, yeah, it's a good one to play on your own and uh, in a group. But definitely, uh, definitely recommended. I'm just looking at images now and just going, actually the visual style, I forgot how, you know, I'm, I'm excited to explore some of these areas because they are quite fantastic. And... You know, I think it's um, it's a testament that the uh, the the game can look this individual, especially when there's quite a lot of these sorts of games out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is a testament to the design team. Yeah, yeah like the 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 gunplay as well. I, that's the bit that reminded me of Left 4 Dead because it is uh, very much uh you know at some points you are just walking around in silence and in other points you're like running to find the best sort of cover so that you can you know conserve as much ammo as possible and kill the most effectively yeah so yeah it's really fun but uh, yeah i'm excited to carry on playing it i've also been playing spyro but everyone knows how much i love that but yeah this is a this is worth the purchase cool um so you've been playing not video games, that's but true. Physical games, yep,
0: and not those kind, not the kind that yeah, one just... would have in the bedroom. Oh. But
1: I—that's I... <laughs> for the next podcast. Yep. Gareth, Penny's sex Episode one hundred and
0: fifty <laughs> is where we get
1: <laughs> <fucking Dirty>. graphic.
0: <laughs> uh, I spent my weekend at a Magic: The Gathering pre-release.
1: Oh. Mm. That is quite exciting, actually.
0: Yeah, the new uh, expansion, uh, Theros Beyond Death, was released. It was my first time since I started playing the physical card game that a new set had come out. So I got to go to a pre-release, and I paid for four ahead of time. So I got a little discount. I got to do basically a whole weekend of Magic the Gathering, uh, which was you know
1: new experience. Was it good? For me. Yeah, I was about to say, was it? So, where was it held? Sorry, was it a large event or? Uh, well, so the event
0: happens sort of at every game shop up and down the country because it's a pretty big oh, deal. Oh, nice!
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um,
0: yeah. The one I go to, I'm not going to name because then thousands of people will start going there, Dave.
1: Obviously, you exactly. You don't want to ruin this guy's business by you know <laughs> literally selling all his stock. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's the place I've been going to to play Magic the Gathering. So there are a lot of people that I already knew from when I've been going down on Wednesdays. Um, and Um it, It's a good group of people, but one thing I'm learning about Magic the Gathering is that I am not very good at Magic the Gathering. Least of all in mm-hmm. these limited formats. Like, a draft is where you play from one set and you make a deck from just those cards. So, like, for example, so the way a pre-release works is... You get a pre-release pack, which is like a little box with a special dice in it and a special one-off card, and then you get six booster packs, and then you make a deck out of those packs. Uh, So it's like, you know, the random cards that you get in those packs, maybe they're shit. Maybe there's a good one in one pack, and then a card in another pack that isn't great on its own combos well with this really good one from this other pack. And it's about figuring out these cards that are new to everyone because the set just came out um brand new cards to everyone working out how they work together and are trying to identify what are good combos and maybe you draw cards that you like all of these cards are shit and it's about making the best deck you can out of that and it's like a whole skill <coughs> in of itself that I'm very very bad at <laughs>
1: I love it. I just love the feeling that you're just going to pick up all these cards and just go, these are just so shit.
0: It happens surprisingly often. And a lot of people will sit opposite you and go, so what kind of cards did you get? And I'll be like, oh, I got some some bad cards. And they'll be like, yeah, me too. And then you play against their deck and you're like, you didn't get bad cards at all, you fucking liar. Look at this card you just played, you piece <laughs> of shit. It's a fucking mythic. You, oh, fuck.
1: Shots trying to bluff me. <laughs> My cards are shit. Yours are not. Stop lying.
0: To be fair, the very first day, the Friday, I got some really good cards and my first deck was super fun to play. Um, But every other day since then, I just had absolute gash. There were times where I'd look at my deck and I'd be like, this deck's really good. There's like some synergies in here. I got two of this card so my deck's going to be like really uh, consistent. I'm going to these cards every game, and I'm going to get to use the same value every game. And then you play with it, and you'd be like, Okay, well, I didn't factor in that this deck has no card draw, so I'm just like, I get to a certain point in the game, and then I've run out of cards, and, and my just, opponent yeah. plays and in you're different just
1: strategy.
0: Yeah, so then the next day I'll be like, Okay, today I'm going to focus more on like advantage, so I want to draw cards, I want to destroy my opponent's cards, and then they'll be doing the thing I was doing yesterday, but the way I should have been doing it. So they're, like, getting a shitload of stuff on the board where I wasn't yesterday, using the same strategy. And it's like, oh, I'm so shit at this game. (laughs) But it's fun. It's fun. I I don't
1: know... I think Magic is definitely one of those games where you kind of have to experience a lot of loss before you start understanding where to apply what strategy. And, you know... um, because, like you said, you kind of got to decide on the strategy before the game starts. You can't just change it midway through. You've got to like commit to one or two sort of strategies because that's how the deck works. Yeah. And, um yeah. So I think it is one of those resilient games where you're like, right, I might suck shit for quite a while. But then it will suddenly click and I will start learning. Oh, actually, let's play it like this. Let's try this. As long as you still enjoy it, though, that's uh, that's always the uh, positive stuff. True. I mean, you're right. You know, If you're playing Magic the Gathering, you're going
0: to lose. Not every yeah. game, necessarily, but it's going to happen. There's just no getting around it. There's even a thing in Magic where certain decks will just almost always lose to certain other decks. Yeah. So it's like, you know, unless you Natural get really enemies. lucky. Yeah, exactly. So like red yeah. and blue. You know, if Blue gets a good start against Red, Red's never going to be able to match Blue. It's just going to lose, like, every time. Yeah, yeah. It's stuff like that. Um, And I I understand that. Well, I thought I understood that. But when it comes to, like, making a deck from scratch, I just don't have the mind for it yet. I'm pretty new, and I know that. Yeah, but this is it, yeah. But it doesn't make it any less frustrating when I'm... I'll play a deck thinking it's a really good like build, and then it just gets trounced, and then the next day somebody plays the same cards I was playing yesterday, but absolutely trouncing me. It's like, no matter what I do, I'm doing it wrong it feels like, which it's going to feel that way because I'm brand new, but it's like you know, mm. still frustrating. I'm in it's a weird keys. place though, Worth where it. like, I I don't care enough to like Invest so that I win, but I care when I lose. You know what I mean. Like a good Magic deck will cost you a fucking shitload of money. I'm not going to yeah. spend that much money on a fucking Magic the Gathering deck. But if someone beats me, I'm going to be like, you kind of oh, want to. Sake? I
1: yeah.
0: want to win. If I'm going like to, I want playing. the winner deck.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so I'm in a win oh, that's
1: how they get you. That's how they get you. Go.
0: I'm in this weird middle ground now where I'd like. This pre-release, I th- it was fun at the time, but now after it's happened, I'm like, well, what am I going to do now? Just keep playing Magic the Gathering, knowing how shit I am at it? Fucking hell.
1: <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, you go there for the social aspects. Oh, does that mean I've got to become like this hardcore gamer now? Oh, <laughs> I don't feel I want that. I don't think I want my income to be spent on this. Do I like it that much? It's a big commitment. I'm not sure if I'm ready to make that decision yet. Yeah. No, you keep on doing you, and uh, if you if you enjoy the social aspects of it, then yeah. yeah I mean, there's also the fact that you know, over Friday, Saturday,
0: and Sunday, I probably played like 20 plus hours of Magic the Gathering, so I'm very burnt yeah, out like
1: yeah. it right now. <laughs> I was about to say you're probably very saturated with Magic the Gathering, so uh, yeah, yeah. I might give it a few weeks and then get yeah, give there. it a few weeks and then get back on the horse. yeah <laughs> Well, that was delightful, Gareth oh, okay. uh, Another week where I spend two hours chatting to you, and I'm not bored. So okay. I'll maybe keep coming back, much like our delightful audience. Now.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, maybe not. I think I might need a drink <laughs> right. and uh, you know to sleep. Um, yeah, very tired. Um, but yeah, loved it. Another podcast down. And we're going to do something super special, aren't we, Gareth? Nod. Everyone, nod who's listening for the 150th episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Gareth might even compose his own song and sing it for the new theme tune.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Yep, see, there we go. There's the confirmation, guys. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, I wish you farewell. Farewell Dave. Farewell gals. Did, why have I counted twelve Funko Pop stores? Like, why? And then I realised that someone said is that um they um so you you apply to be a creator um so to own a stall, uh-huh. but they don't really ask what you're selling until about four weeks before Comic Con, and by that time you've already paid for the stall, right? So you know these are. Uh, the, this person doing like the floor plan, and he was just like, "Oh, great! So, what do you sell? Funko Pops? Okay, that's cool. What do you sell? Funko Pops, and you? Funko Pops. Oh my fucking God. twelve Funko Pop stalls! And he said, "Let's go." I said, "Look, they can't be offering different Funko Pops. They must be all the fucking same Funko Pops. But mine comes with a signature and a sign and a, what's that? A certificate of authenticity." Ugh. No one fucking cares. You know, and all those people with the fucking lines and lines of Funko Pops. Yeah, just annoys me. Walls and walls of Funko Pops. I hate Funko Pops. I'm going to stop saying Funko Pop.
0: I think there's one or two that look alright. When they're not shaped like a person, because all the people are shaped like the square heads and those same big dot eyes. But, like, I've got one that is Claptrap from Borderlands. And it just looks like Claptrap. You know, it doesn't have like a big square head like the other ones. It's just like a a claptrap. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. You wouldn't know think... it's a Funko Pop if I didn't tell you it was. No, but
1: it's not even that. Like I think Funko Pops are fine to own. Like again, I've got three Funko Pops. One's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Bobblehead, okay. one's Captain America, and one's the Black Power Ranger. And you sit there and just go, all of those are fine. Uh but it's when you collect Hundreds of them. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, where are you putting them? <laughs> like, um, why are you keeping the box? Oh, this, this isn't coming out of the box. Why? It's a. They're not that good. Like, you know, they're no. all right to look at, but they're not that collectible. Does that no, make sense? I understand when Rob collects, like, he's um, he's, he's figurines. Yeah, And they're like, they're like masterly crafted and painted. And all of them are like fantastic detail. You go, yeah, they're collectible. These are mass-produced by a fucking machine. Why the fuck am I, why am I buying these? Yeah, like
0: you look at Um, Rob's and you're like, I can actually see the camel toe. Like, The detail is impeccable.
1: Yes, the detail is amazingly good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, these are just, uh, yeah, it just is frustrating as all hell. Um, and also, it's just like, like you said, especially when it's like, oh, so I've bought these for you because they, uh, one, they're interesting to me, but also they um, they just look, the the cartoony look suits it. Does that make sense? When yeah. you just go, all Funko Pops from Walking Dead. But they're all just humans. So yeah, they all yeah. look the exact fucking same. Apart from their beard is slightly different. <laughs> or he's got a different bandana this guy's got a bandana. This is the same Funko Pop with a different moustache and a cowboy hat. Like, they look the same. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it just frustrates me. So, let's go, oh, don't lose your shit over a fucking Funko Pop. And some people, like, get there early to get their Funko Pops and then take them back to the car. The fuck? You go, oh, fuck off. Anyway, should we uh, record this last section? <laughs> Stop yeah, right. about Funko Pops. Sure, let's do that. (laughs)